Welcome to the Web Design Brisbane podcast, the daily podcast dedicated to helping you grow your business online with a brilliant website. Learn about the advantages of custom web design, tailored web development, and strategic web marketing with expert advice for business owners and entrepreneurs in Brisbane, Australia. Join Brisbane locals Saul Edmonds and Gillian Smith from Roundhouse, the creative agency, as they chat about these topics and so much more. Are you ready to grow your business with a brilliant website? Let's get started. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Web Design Brisbane podcast. This is episode number 27, and today's episode is entitled Website Company Brisbane. My name is Saul Edmonds, and as usual, I'm joined by the lovely Gillian Smith. Good morning, Saul. It's a little bit rainy today. Oh, yes, it's very rainy. We are the co-founders and creative directors of Roundhouse, the creative agency, a local business with a passion for helping our clients grow. Over to you, Jill. Okay, thanks, Saul. Well, today, we'll talk about what things you need to do when choosing a website company to work work with in 2019. Now our goal is to help small business owners, startups and entrepreneurs in the city of Brisbane, Australia take their opportunities to the next level with brilliant website design. If you're from another location or city, welcome. Thanks for joining us today and we hope we can help you grow your business in the online space. Yeah, great. What are today's topics, Jill? Well, today we're going to give a little bit of advice around uh, choosing the right website site company to help businesses meet their professional goals. Now we know that today a website plays a crucial role really in the success of any business Mm. and it's important that you take the time to choose the right web design company to build your business and grow your clientele. But when you're starting out with that process you need to know what to look for. You need to ask the right questions. So today we've got you covered with our simple guide to choosing the right website design company with the top 10 things that you need to know before you get started. So let's get started. These are the 10 commandments, shall we say. <laughs> sounds sounds pretty serious, hey? 10 commandments of when working with a new website company. So what have we got? Our, our first one is know your budget. You have to know how much you want to spend. Yeah, that's right. So why is knowing your budget important? Well, that, you know, and let's just sort of say too, that might just be a range as well. It doesn't have to be a specific number, but knowing your budget and setting that in place for any company that you're going to engage is really important for you and and for them as well in that it saves everyone a bit of time. If it comes to the point where you're working out the um, scope of your project and your scope and 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 your scope might be um, you know a lot a lot greater than what you are able to spend but you don't know that yet so it's a discovery process know, yeah so having especially the more complicated the site and the more features it has and and there's a lot of unknowns knowing that at the start helps to work the com- to help the company to work out what they need to do to either help you achieve that in another way or whatever that might be. Okay, well, number two of our top 10 things uh, to ask a website company before you get started is uh, you must obtain a fixed price quote. Yeah, so a fixed price quote is great for a range of different reasons. One is that then everybody before you start the project knows exactly what's involved and what you'll be paying for that and 
at what stages and there's peace of mind. But having a fixed price quote also means one very important thing that you've got a clear scope. And that's also good for the same reasons that everyone then knows what they're going to be doing, um, what roles people have, including the client, what has to be provided by whom and, and when. So everything runs smoothly and overall there's a great process. Okay, well, we're up to number three now. So you need to know about any additional fees and charges that will be applicable. And a key one here is website hosting. Yeah, that's right. Yearly website hosting. Some people might charge monthly, but usually there's yearly website hosting that is recurring for the website. There's also things like um, security certificates, SSL um, certificate to make your site secure. That's a requirement for all sites these days, not only e-commerce sites. And then sometimes you might have, depending on the project scope as well, you might have um, a retainer for the company that you engage to do ongoing work that might be relating to content or otherwise on the website, plus any marketing, any online marketing or AdWords or anything else, but that's another story. Okay. Well, number four, our tip is you need to look at the website company's past work. You need to get to know their portfolio. Yeah, that's right. It's it's great. That's obviously one of the um, main things you can look at to gauge the type of previous work they've done, but it's great also to ask questions about what people uh, specific projects in their portfolio, um, why they did things a certain way, what the story was, have a little bit of, of history with what they have and, and to open up a conversation because um, you'll get a good understanding of, of their process that way too. So it's not just looking at the visuals, it's also looking at uh, the types of um, system, kind of content management systems that they use, but also the clientele that they worked with. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay, well, this is a really f- important one, number five. Uh, you need to know if the website company will design and develop the site. Mm. Why is that important, Saul? Okay, well, for a lot of people, they won't even know you know, they, if it's their first site, that's a really good question to ask too because most people might just assume, well, you make a site. Like what's the difference between those two things? But there's a lot of agencies who'll be doing one and then they'll hand over the other one to the other company. So they'll start with the web design and then they'll hand it over to a separate web developer. Yeah, and that's and that's fine. If, if the process works well and smooth and everyone works together and has really good communication, which is key, then the process is good. But often what can happen is there's things lost in translation, people don't communicate well, and sometimes the management of that can be left up to the client which um, or at least parts of it so anything that's going to lead to a potential bad result or problems um, isn't great so having the two things in-house generally makes things smoother for everyone okay on to number six now you need to know if you'll be able to easily update the website yourself yeah that's right and that's your that's within your content management system so most sites these days are built using a content management system that helps you to do all the work within it, but then it also lets you, after the fact, as a client, edit the site yourself if you wish to. And 
And what's next, Jill? Okay, well, next is um, number seven, uh, and it's about website training. So you need to find out if you get website training when you need it. Okay, so what what we do is we provide web training at the end of the project. So you could do the previous point, number six, about updating it yourself. Now, most people don't, especially if you're brand new to it, you'll probably need some additional training or ongoing help just with little things as you need it. We provide free training um, after the project so people feel at least a little bit empowered to start to use it and then that ongoing assistance as as well. Okay, well that brings us to number eight, where you need to know about ongoing support and web maintenance on your site. Yeah, ongoing support and web maintenance is something that most people don't really think about. And really, to be honest, most websites don't necessarily need a lot of web maintenance. So what does web maintenance include? Okay, so if it's depending on the content management system, that can include things like updating plugins or when there's a system update, making sure that things aren't going to impact in some way if there's some big change and if there is to advise the client of what that is as well. But ongoing support generally can also just mean something very, very simple, which is that you're just actually going to be there to answer the call if the client has some um, some issue or they just want to talk to you as well about anything relating to the site. Because the and website's not set and forget. No, that's all right. Well, it is for a lot of people, but it should be, it should be, and this is where good support is really crucial, I think, for the longevity and a really good relationship where a client can have somebody they can just turn to at any point for support for any type of support mm-hmm. well that brings us to number nine and this is a really really important one uh, for your overall website project which is uh, you need to set concrete goals and they need to be achievable yeah I said these these goals just tie in really really well with the scope of the project so knowing that first, you know, you have to know what you're going to achieve. You have to know your target before then you can set your concrete and achievable goals, right? So you set as to what, who's who's responsible for what, lay it all out, have a nice, clear, simple plan for it, and then set when those things will be achievable. These, these things... Um, become probably even more important the bigger the project and the uh, longer period it goes over in order to manage and make sure things are still on track for different milestones. Okay, well, that brings us to number 10, our last tip uh, when uh, uh, interviewing and considering working with a website company. And this is a really, really important one, which is you need to know the project deadline. When will your website go live? Yeah, of course, everyone wants to know that. And sometimes that is one of the first things depending on the type of store if it's an e-commerce store and somebody has got a particular start date that they need to have it live by because they're starting campaigns and they've got um, a whole host of things that are relying on that then that's 
probably one of the first things they'll talk about. For some people, it's not as big a deal. And then it's just knowing it's going to roughly take, you know, this many weeks in order to do it. And it's going to be live on this date. And, you know, if it's stretched out or it's going to be shorter, either way, just keeping people up to date as to what that actually is. So you always want it done, whatever your website, in a timely and professional way. Yeah, and once again, it goes back to good communication, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's actually it for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening yet again. Before we go, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. We'd love to hear your feedback. Also, if you'd like to read the transcript of this episode, please visit our website at roundhouse.cc forward slash web hyphen design. We're on a journey to help local Brisbane businesses grow their opportunities online and exceed their goals. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye, guys. Today's session of the Web Design Brisbane podcast has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily web design and web marketing strategies to help you grow your business and realize your dreams. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you tomorrow here at the Web Design Brisbane podcast.